Welcome to the Unintentional Porn Star. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I'm pulling my chair in. Okay, we're getting ready. I'm actually researching um, tattoos while I'm on this podcast with you. Can it get more real than this? We don't know. Has it been real the entire time? Oh my gosh, yes, has it ever. Um, okay, so today I wanted to come on here to talk about um, finding sense of self. And I, I'm more than positive we have talked about that here um, together, or me sharing through the voice together somehow when you listen together, you know. We're here together. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, discovering thyself, finding thyself, being with thyself, rediscovering thyself, um, attuning with the self that has always been. There's a number of ways to sort of look at this conversation or tap into this conversation, but mainly what I'm what I'm working to get at or that I'm focusing on here is just self like oh my gosh I feel lately not only have I been practicing like attuning to my myself my needs my desires and it's a continuation like let's just say that that I have been discovering myself or working to like step in with a sense of curiosity for quite some time now um pretty seriously for like six months yeah like over six months to a year like really intentionally like what is who am I what is myself like I know that things have changed um there was a lot of you know um, there was a lot of energy around dance there was a lot of energy around releasing there was a lot of energy around this past version of myself that still exists by the way in so many ways and still continues as I am still working you know as a choreographer but it was more that I was like wanting to almost set it aside energetically, not in real life, but energetically for a second to be able to be like, well, who am I? You know, what, what is all this? So I know that we've talked about this, um, back in the day, and I'm here to talk about this in a bit, a bit of a different light is as the continuation, um, continues, haha, LOL, of, you know, discovering who I am or seeing, for example, where I want to put roots. I know that being on the ranch really changed my life substantially. Um, Going through something very big and traumatic also changed my life and my trajectory substantially. Um, Discovering my spirituality was something that changed my life substantially. And all of these things were happening amongst, basically amongst like a bunch of calamities of, of loss, confusion, and things happening in quotations to me, but they were actually happening for me, right? And I, I just went through a huge period of change over the last, well, it's been many, many years, but the last two years consciously and the last six months, like hyper-consciously almost, I guess, to sort of tie it all together. And I don't know. Yeah, I need to like walk around. I'm like sitting still is not doing me very good right now. I'm going to like walk and talk with you. Um, but it, it, yeah, and, and, and okay, and what I was, was, what I was going to say, gosh, I need to walk sometimes when I'm doing these. <laughs> Woo, if the energy's there, although other times I'm in my bed, just chilling. 
Um, but the practice of discovering thyself, of course, is always going on within me, but it's now extending out to other people. And, and the magnet, the magnetization of me doing that for myself is really bringing forward that um, that those seeking that sense of self within themselves and whether it's like a conscious or subconscious spiritual or whatever it is, there's a lot of people who are, uh, finding me or coming into the energy field where we're together. And we are talking about and practicing all of these things for, for them. And what that does is it allows me to continue, continuously check in with myself. So it always goes both ways, but there are people booking with me and coming along for community sessions and um, apprenticeships with spirituality and things like that. And it's just ultimately, well, there's so many things involved, but ultimately it's like for us to come back to ourselves and in spirituality and in self-development and in growth and in life, like in all aspects of life, it doesn't even have to be spiritual it's really, if you think about it, all of these big things, all of these little things lead us back to ourselves. Every single thing that comes forward is an opportunity for us to reflect back upon ourselves. How did that feel? Um, do, did I like that? Did I hate that? Did that comment feel weird? Did, did someone expecting me to act a certain way feel off when that's actually not how I felt? So like almost allows you to push back the pressures of other people in society to come back to self and go, who am I in this moment? What is actually going on? Am I allowing myself to change and be who I am in this moment? Or am I holding myself to what I think, feel I, I'm supposed to be, or I used to be like, and people are holding me to that. And I did that substantially, <laughs> I'm using that word a lot, with dance. I held on, to, held on to it in a way that I thought I had to, whereas I realized all I had to do was release it, know that it's mine forever, and change my life and change who I was. And the trust that I have with what dance means to me and choreography means to me, that doesn't go away. So why do I have to prove it to anyone or, or have it look a certain way when it is my essence, when it is my blood, when it is who I am? And there are other parts of me that feel like that as well. I mean, uh, gosh, tapping into the whole spiritual conversation of finding self. It is not about anything external. It is not about dance or tarot cards or spirituality. It is just simply about me. It is simply about me as, and you, you know, us, us as these beings who are connected to absolutely everything in this world. And I am talking the stars. I am talking the other people. I am talking the rocks. I am talking about everything. If you think about it scientifically, energy is neither created nor destroyed. So technically, as we are born and die, and if you believe in um, more versions of ourselves in the future, like it doesn't matter. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. We are everywhere. You are everywhere. And if you do believe in past selves, then my goodness, there's a lot of you everywhere. And, and, and same with everybody. And it always comes back to like, well, who am I in this big kerfuffle of this energy in this, in this world? And it's just you. Nothing needs to be for you to be you. Like, it's just you. And it's your truth in who you are in every moment. And it's just that it doesn't have to look some way or be a certain way for it to be valid or right. We change, you know, even when we're talking about 
romantic relationships, there is a lot of conversation. I follow Jay Shetty. Shout out Jay Shetty. Yes, let's chat on the podcast or in life. Um, But Jay Shetty talks a lot about romantic love or love in general and in the romantic aspect and and I'm not quoting Jay on this um, or anything like that but the aspect of it is what I'm pulling from it is that we change as humans and in romantic relationships as an example if we don't allow for the space for us to grow and change and love ourselves and each other within that expansive and curious space then what are we doing? You know, and again, this is not what Jay says, but for me, I'm saying, what are we doing here? It's almost like we're holding ourselves back. We're holding ourselves to a standard that we either believe is us or that should be based on ourselves or society or something. Right. And it's like, hold on a second here. We need to release that and create a sense of freedom. What, what is set free comes back to us. What's that saying? Um, if you set love free, the love will come. I don't know. The love that's supposed to come back to you will come back to you. And that can also go in terms of yourself and in terms of other people is we need to set ourselves free of all of these constraints that we have placed upon ourselves from our past versions of ourselves, from our families, from our friends, even within the best intentions. Like I'm not saying anything is a bad or a good intention in terms of like whether it's a standard or an expectation or, oh, I didn't think you were like this, you know, and and. I just think it's that space, that freedom that allows us to be who we are and who we want to show up in ourselves within each moment. Who am I in this moment? And for myself, and and reflecting this as a question more for yourself, I guess a, a rhetoric question is, what space do you operate from? Like, and for me, I operate from my heart and I operate from the best intentions as I fucking can in every moment. Does it mean I'm not going to hurt someone along the way? Of course, I'm going to hurt people along the way, but not intentionally. I'm trying to act out of love and I cannot please everyone. But in terms of me acting in my heart space, it is for the best of me, which is hence best for everyone else and vice versa. If someone asking is acting out of their heart and it hurts me, well, then that, that's good for me too because it's information. It's information on the truth. Oh, that didn't feel so good. What does that mean? Does that mean I need to cut that from my life? Does that mean I have to create boundaries? Does it mean that I'm not being truthful? What's going on here? Everything is an opportunity for us to just sit with ourselves and be. And in finding thyself and finding yourself and finding who we are and finding who, you know, in every single moment who we are, it's like, it's just the freedom to be. And it's kind of exciting and terrifying all at once. Oh, there's a really cute couple walking outside. Hey, cuties, you look great. Oh gosh. Uh, My place right now, you can see people walking around. Um, Speaking of romantic love, that was super cute. (laughs) Oh, I just love it. I just love it. All right, grounding myself, coming back to ah, this moment, this conversation. Ultimately for myself, in the discovery of what home means to me, to me, what does home mean? There's a lot of things that come forward when it's like having to do with home with anything. Like we all experience a lot of interesting um, perspectives or judgments or even shaming, right? When it comes to who we are, or what we're choosing, like we're like, wait, I'm just trying to live my life. Like, why is this causing so much distress for you when this is like something I truly just want to figure out for myself and it feels pretty light overall, you know? And that's again, reflection. What's going on for them? What's going on for me? How does this feel? Is this a projection of something from them onto me? And yeah, so anyways, I was saying initially that this is a lot of, it's a lot. It's terrifying and both exciting because it's like, 
every opportunity or every moment is an opportunity to reflect. And that's a lot to think about. Like, holy shit, how much do I have to think? It becomes more natural. At the beginning, sure, it takes exercise. If you haven't consciously thought about these things, it might feel overwhelming at first. And sometimes I still have days where I'm like, fuck, like this is a lot. Like I need to lie in bed for a minute. I need to journal or meditate or like do something, close my eyes or cry to get back to something because I feel overwhelmed. But then over time, as the conscious eventually becomes a subconscious, it just becomes a thing that happens naturally. So I guess there's just an invitation if you're listening and feeling like, holy fuck, that seems like a lot. I already think as it is, it's like, yes, it's just a new habit. Take some time, integrate it, go slow. Like there's no fucking rush. Go slow. Check in as much as you can. Oh, I'm just all of a sudden thinking about my conscious reflection or my conscious connection to myself. Like what is being reflected upon me? Great. Think about it then and then release it. And then try again another time or set aside conscious time frames where you're like, I want to journal. I have people that love journaling and they have it at like 9 a.m. every morning. Go for it. Do whatever works for you so that it becomes a more natural thing. And it will that overwhelm the possibility of like discovering self and all that can come forward, excuse me, is can feel a bit overwhelming, but becomes so beautiful and natural. And discovering yourself allows for anything to come forward. Do you feel like you need to cry right now? Do you feel like you need to scream? Do you feel like you need to go for a walk? Do you feel like you need to have sex? Do you feel like you need to talk to a friend? Do you, what do you need? What do you need? Do you need a shower? Like, what do you need? And it becomes this beautiful this beautiful lifestyle of, of, of exploring yourself, of discovering yourself. And the more that I do this work, I'm like, how did, how do we live? How does everyone live? I look at people and I'm wondering, and I I hope to goodness that the majority of people feel so connected to themselves that we can just be like, oh my gosh, hey, like truth is here. Like, hello, good to meet you. Shit. Like, this is so exciting. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure how high the percentage is, but I'm really hoping that we can get to that place. Or if we are at that place that I can connect to more of you, you know, because I just think it's so beautiful to connect with truth in honoring who we are in every moment in constantly reflecting back to ourselves. What are we feeling? What is going on? How is this other person feeling? What needs to happen in this moment? What do I need? What does this need? What do they need? Can I offer that? It really provides the space to just be truthful. And in truth is for me is where I I trust, right? And I talked about the breach of trust for a while. And for a long time, I couldn't trust other people because they don't even trust themselves. And that's not to say that I haven't had moments where I don't trust myself. The reason I'm thinking about this is because I had times where I didn't trust myself. And because I didn't trust myself, I couldn't trust other people. Now, that I feel I can trust myself and I'm exercising that trust a lot more. It doesn't matter what other people are doing or what they're, if they're truthful or not, because I can use discernment to, um, you know, create a boundary or distance or have a conversation to understand more. And it doesn't penetrate my energy or my soul as much. My level of empathy has still grown. My empathy, my empathy skills have grown, but my protection skills have grown stronger. And so now I can trust it. And all of that stemmed from me, you know, honoring who I am and being truthful to who I am. I had to develop that trust within myself to be able to develop that or continue to develop that with other people. It's very interesting. It's very beautiful. It's very awakening. It's very simple 
and yet so complex. And the more work that I'm doing to help other people achieve this, I or, or, or not achieve it, but understand it, I guess, give them the tools because I can't achieve it for them. I can't do anything for them. It's all on them. But give them the tools, talk about it, communicate, um, all of it, listen, hear, all of the things. I'm just seeing how gorgeous it is. And, and I see that light happen where they go, oh my gosh, joy. Oh my gosh, me? I matter. And sometimes there's tears. Sometimes there's there's laughter. Sometimes there's fucking running around a room slash AKA. That's usually me. (laughs) I very much honor what comes forward. Thank you. Acting. Thank you. Dancing for that ability or that, um, not even not ability, but the, the understanding of allowing myself to just be a jackass and just feel what I want to feel. And it's not even being a jackass, but I, I don't mind being, um, weird and a jackass. I'm not gonna lie. If, if it has to come across that way for people to, um, see it, appreciate it and, and embrace it. Sure. I don't care. Um, whatever you need, but really to me, that's just my normal and a lot of people's normal. Oh, I don't even know what to call this. I actually was going for a walk outside. It was too windy to press record. And I thought of the title of this podcast episode and it left my brain. It started with an R and it was something, it was R something of self. And it was such a good title. <laughs> I can't remember it. And I know I threw a bunch of things out there that could have been titles, I guess, at the beginning, but uh, they weren't, they weren't it. It wasn't right. And I'll find something. Um, but there absolutely is something sitting on the tip of my tungular. Oh my gosh. So I'm now, you know, discovering, I'm making a move soon. Um, making a shift or figuring things out in the next little bit. I'm very excited. I did my hair. If you've seen my Instagram, I've got some blonde, short blonde hair. There's a little bit of brown still in it, but oh, more cute couples. Oh, romance is heavy on my mind, obviously. Um, and I'm getting some more tattoos. I get very small tattoos, but I'm getting some more tattoos. Um, you know, probably going to go and get my, my teeth. Well, just cleaned. Nothing. That's not too exciting, but yay. Still celebrating that. Did some doctor things. I feel like my physical body is finally catching up to my mental and emotional body. And it's very exciting. Very exciting. It feels, it's so interesting, you know, when you talk about something about manifesting and if you receive it, sometimes it just feels like, yep. And that's what I feel like is going on. Everything I'm doing for myself, I'm actively stepping in and I'm so proud of myself. I'm so excited that it's finally here. It's finally here. It's finally here. It's finally here. And I, now I get to continue to evolve it through my fashion, through my, my energy, through whatever the fuck I feel like, you know, through my, my energy, my sex, whatever. Um, I'm just so happy that I am my physical body has finally caught up. There is a theory and I think it's something like seven, your body, and I say it a lot. I just actually don't know if it's officially seven, but that is what my, my brain remembers is it takes your body basically seven times as long to catch up. And that can also go for your external world. So if you're going through a lot of self-development or spiritual growth, which is what a lot of people do in my world as well, it can sometimes feel frustrating or confusing. And there's a number of things. Maybe you still have a lesson to learn. Maybe there's something that needs to be illuminated still through a new connection that you haven't met yet. And all of that is super valid. 
And I like lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> I'm watching people play. It's very fun. Um, okay, wait, I just need a second because I was definitely onto something here. Oh yeah. And also including everything that I just mentioned, it does take your external world, including your body, time to catch up. And so offering as much grace and patience and love and curiosity and and commitment as possible really allows you to massage your externals and your body in uh, the energy of matching your, your mind and your soul. So I just want to get a little reminder out of that in case there is any like frustration or like, what the fuck, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There's a number of things that can go on within that what is, where is it or what is, or what is it? Sure. Where is it? There's a number of reasons. And that's what I help people tap into um, in some ways is understanding what's going on in this moment to help you gather yourself, your true self, your truth, to be able to pull on all the compartments and tools that you need to be able to move forward and try in the best way possible to align with yourself and continue to align with yourself so you, you get to a point where you are in alignment and that those moments of alignment are accessible to us all the fucking time, by the way, all the time. And if it's not, it's like, well, what am I blocking or what is energetically being put up? I also want to touch on something really quickly before I probably tap out is the conversation of what is it called? Um, spiritual bypassing. It's almost like in yoga when it's almost like toxic positivity, which some people can call it spiritual bypassing. And I, I want to bring forward something here um, in terms of my thoughts on it or my beliefs on it is I, you know, I would have never chosen for the sex tape to be put online without my consent. I still, I could have done without it. And so I'm not going to sit here and say that, well, hold on, there's a number of things I want to say. I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I chose that for myself, where there's, there's, there's a theory, spiritual theory that sure, I could have in a past lifetime because it's, my, it's the lesson that I needed. And it could have come across in another way, but maybe I wasn't listening. So there's an element here of like, I'm not for one second going to put anything on anyone for the things that happen in their lives. What I am going to do is, uh, or what I like to do is shift the perspective, not the situation, but the perspective in terms of, okay, how the fuck can I grab any form of like accountability, not accountability. Well, yeah, responsibility and accountability for how I can move forward, for my perspective, for what are my lessons. I'm not saying take responsibility or accountability for what happened, especially if something shitty happened to you because that's on someone else. But from that, in order to grow is to A, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so shitty that happened to you. And that sucks. Like that's a, that's awful. That's really shitty. And you know, how can I be there for you? And in your growth, simply in your growth is where taking that responsibility for your future, for your lessons, ooh, something doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm kind of spiritually bypassing. I'm trying not to because I don't feel like that. But I think that the more within our growth and within our, our paths moving forward from certain experiences or, or pasts is when we start to hold ourselves and like, hmm, what am I trying to say? So interesting. I talk about this all the time and just like I got caught in, in judgment over myself or shame. 
Um, and so we're actively listening into me trying to calm my shame voice down and find out what I'm trying to say because I've said this so many times. Um, so just give me a second here. plane just went by. It's, it's when we can take 100%, 100% responsibility for our feelings, our reactions, and our steps is when we can connect and with connecting to our true selves is when we can live in alignment, is when we can say, that's shitty. I didn't like that that happened. That was an interesting challenge that came forward. What can I do with this information? What are my lessons what is something I can do to nurture myself, to also not put all the blame on myself or responsibility on myself, but then like be like, yeah, that was that person's doing. Fucking that's so shit. I can't control them, so what can I control? So I hope that that sort of clarified that sort of conversation as I was also dealing with my shame and judgment and making sure I'm not spiritually bypassing. I am definitely not an advocate for toxic positivity. There are a lot of spaces that I'm in now spiritually where sometimes a conversation, and it's so beautiful, is where everyone's like, you you create such a positive environment. And for me, I'm very, um, I'm very, I don't know, careful with saying or like mentioning it's because of how I can hold all sides and how in this space we all have the opportunity to hold all of the sides as it is. There is no just good. There isn't. And in in the bad and the good, in all of the things that come, we can find our, our lessons and that can seem very positive and, and it is positive, but it is not to go without, like I, there is no avoidance in, in our space for avoidance really in my group. Well, there's space for avoidance, but not a continuation, a conscious continuation of avoidance. Avoidance comes up, I avoid things, but it's like, oh shit, I'm avoiding this okay, what does this mean? So there's a difference between stepping up and again, sort of taking that responsibility of the notices that come forward versus just being like, well, I don't want to deal with this and I'm going to avoid it. So toxic positivity. So there's a big difference. And I hope that there's a gathering of what I'm trying to say, because it, it does hold a big role within understanding our truth. Like we have to be so honest with ourselves. Where are we actually? Are you feeling good? Or actually, are you actually feeling like utter shit and you're fucking embarrassed and you're pissed off and you're frustrated and you feel like you're losing everything? Like where are you actually at? Because that's where we can work from. We can't work from, we can work from fake and hopefully get to your truth. But I'm just trying to say, I'm using really interesting words today, very strong um, sort of words that are hitting me in, in weird ways, but what is your truth? And from that truth, we get to learn how to grow within that truth. We also get to learn how to make space for more of your truth to come forward and create that space for the rest of your life. And for you to live in you, for you to live in the juiciness, the essence, the incredibleness and, and all of the things, like the bad, the good of who you are, like, who are you? And I love you. And, I want to share that love in hopes that you feel that way about yourself and can hopefully create space for other people to step in to try and love themselves more. I saw someone the other day and they were making some new business moves and it was so great, but he goes, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I said, nobody does. I mean, people do to some degree and you become a master of certain things. Yes, but I'm just saying in life in general, there's always going to be something where we go, huh, (laughs) well, never done this before. Do I jump in or do I jump? Do I not? So continuously, 
oh my gosh, continuously checking in with yourself to see where your truth is at, to see who your truth is and allow it to be whatever it may be. And hopefully you're acting from, uh, it doesn't have to be heart space, but heart space is a great place to, to sit with, but it can be from any, it can be from a rooted place. It can be from a spiritual place. It can be from anywhere. And, and so as long as I feel like you have good intentions for yourself and other people as much as you can without deflecting from your own needs, then yay. And we can deal with the challenges that come forward. So just an invitation to keep continuing to, to connect with yourself. If there's anything I've learned from my entire experience is that I have to come back to self, that myself is amazing, that myself is important, that myself just wanted to be heard, that all of these things, it was just me. And then I come back to me more and more and more throughout this journey. And I just become even more and more astonished and, and enlightened and like, whoa, like excited about how I'm going to deal with this beautiful person moving forward. Like what's it going to come? Ooh, how am I going to react? Ooh, what is the challenge that's going to come forward? What are the good fucking amazing things that are going to come forward? What is coming up? And it feels big and it's energetically feeling pretty big for a lot of people. So I'm sending that over to you too. Always reach out. If you want to find me on TikTok, it's at Rebs the Rekka. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's at Rebecca Reinhardt. Um, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm sending you so much love and compassion, curiosity for wherever you're at and whatever you try that feels good or terrible. And I'm just sending you love for the aspect of being a fucking human. You rock. I love you. We need you. And we shall chat soon. Hey, thanks for listening. Please visit my website, www.rebeccareinhardt.com. You can find all the information of what I am working on. You can sign up for emails so you can get some cheeky emails from me and updates. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I can't wait to connect with you. Find me on Instagram, find me on TikTok, find me on YouTube, find me everywhere. You know, let's make it a game. Just kidding. RebeccaReinhardt.com. Okay, bye.